redo this. We're gonna redo this. We're gonna redo this. Dude, oh, no. I lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we will search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform a response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Kolpa by King's Kaleidoscope. Hey, that was pretty good. I think we nailed that one. That was spot on. Yeah, we actually got the click right that time. Mm-hmm. What's happening, everybody? This is Tim Wilson. Welcome into Fluent Grace Podcast. I think we're at episode number eight, so we are rolling on along. Getting close to double digits. Um, I guess I'm the guy that starts these things off every time. One of these days, I'm going to hand it off to Tyler, but that's not coming yet. Would not be wise. <laughs> he hasn't matured enough. <laughs> We're getting there, though. Uh, y'all pray for Tyler. That's so. right. Anyway, jumping into episode number eight here, and I'm going to start us off with a little never have I ever. I've never been to Disney World or Disneyland mm. or anything related to Disney. Don't they call that the happiest place on earth? <laughs> Not for homeschoolers. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Some of us actually have, you know, academics to keep up on. <laughs> Public school kid over here. <laughs> but I've been to Disney World. <laughs> Never have I ever had a Dunkin' Donut. Did you know they're no longer called Dunkin' Donuts anymore? Not what they call. I think they rebranded. They're just called Dunkin'. Mm. Either way, they're crappy donuts. Fair enough. <laughs> Krispy Kreme's supreme in all areas of donut. Ari. Favorite favorite Krispy Kreme donut? Chocolate ice with sprinkles. Ugh. You sound like a six-year-old girl. <laughs> <I> just say it. <laughs> I really enjoy them in the spring because you get happy Easter colors. Yeah, you also get uh, pink and red around Valentine's Day. Do you dress up as a cow and go in there for free donuts? I do not. A cow? That's Chick-fil-A. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Homeschool prop. <laughs> no. Oh, I know what it is. It's Pirate. It's Pirate Day. They do pirate dress up at uh, Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. Because yeah. I, I know we have one family. Oh, maybe they're listening to this. If you are, shout out. But there's like... How many kids? They have like 12 kids, and they all pile into Krispy Kreme, <laughs> dressed up as pirates. <laughs> it's awesome. They go out with a dozen free donuts. Homeschool field trip to Krispy Kreme. Are they homeschooled? Absolutely. <laughs> hey, we did the old Krispy Kreme field trip back in the day. It was it was all right. Oh, yeah. Got to watch the donuts come under that glaze. Mmm. That's happiness right there. There you go. The happiest place on earth. The Krispy Kreme <laughs> donut line. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. That's what Mississippians do instead of going to Disney World. Hey. <laughs> well, what's up, guys? It's Colin. <laughs> Never have I ever eaten roadkill, although I have been tempted with it. Wait, what? Yeah, I had a buddy who picked up a raccoon off the side of the road, decided to cook it up, and offered me a piece. Oh, boy. <clears throat> well, if your buddy's hungry, we got a ton on my road right now. <laughs> Between my house and the main road, about two miles, and I am pretty sure there's at least four possums slash armadillos slash cats. Juicy. Yeah. 
So <laughs> just send them my way. I've got plenty for you. You got it. So we're going to roll in with the third edition of the old Fluent Grace games. How y'all feel about that today? What, what? I think we're actually going to introduce some new game music as well. So we're yeah. just going to sit here behind the microphones and imagine what that sounds like. Uh, <laughs> so, Fluent Grace Games, number three. Here we go. What's going to happen is I have printed off a sheet of teenage slang that gets used basically any time a teenager texts. They may use some of these. So, I'm going to throw out the either abbreviation, word, or phrase, whatever it is. Tyler and Colin are competing against each other. They will buzz in by saying their name or some other appropriate sound. There you go. Tyler's the high pitch, Colin's down low. That's how you can tell them apart. <laughs> so anyway, That's buzz true. in with your name or your sound effect. If you get it right, you get a point. Best one to three, not best one to three. Best out of five wins. So first one to three wins. Got we it. good? Let's do it. Here we go. Word slash phrase slash. I was giving some Jeopardy music. Hey, what up, Jeopardy? We're probably going to have to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> We probably will. You got to cut it after like 30 seconds. Once you get to 30, you start paying royalties. Oh, I gotcha. I don't know. I just totally made that up. So <laughs> Not a compensated endorsement. No, not at but all. But it could be. We love Jeopardy. Go watch Jeopardy. This is not Jeopardy. This Jeopardy, we will take your money, though. <laughs> That's right. Hey, if you want to have a Jeopardy question related to the Fluent Grace podcast, give us a little shout out to the show that all old people watch. Yeah. Make all checks payable to Tyler LaFoy Enterprises, <laughs> LLC. LLC. There we go. Question number one. What does cringy mean? Cringy. Brrr. Colin. Colin's going to say that cringy is when something is obviously just not right, therefore making it cringy. The Colin just spoke of himself in third person. Did you pick that up? <laughs> No, that is incorrect. Dang. Cringy. I'm going to say cringy is nasty and cringe-worthy. Cringy. <laughs> the fact that you threw cringe-worthy on the, <laughs> Into the, the in definition there, of the word. You got extremely it. lucky because the sheet that I have says cringe-worthy. Got him! <laughs> As one of the appropriate answers. Only uh, Tyler. It also... More appropriately, it means awkward or uncomfortable. Mm. So if you're awkward or uncomfortable, which is us, most of the time we're around Tyler. Is that two points since I got the word in the uh, definition? Incorrect. You get one point. One point. Tyler one, Colin nothing. Here we go. Question number two. Uh, This is another throwback. This is a little older. Dime. What does it mean (laughs) when the word dime is used? Yes, Colin. A dime is in reference to a person of the opposite sex who is clearly a 10 on the scale of 1 to 10 in the attractive scale. You said that very intentionally. (laughs) You used your words well, and you got a point. Let's go. (laughs) I thought that was a drug reference, just to be honest with you. Oh, gosh. And that's why you didn't get the point. (laughs) All right, one to one. Tyler, one. Colin, one. Here we go. 
Question number three. Extra. <laughs> Tyler. Colin. Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just his bitmoji. He's, he's <laughs> My bitmoji's a little extra. <laughs> yes, Colin. We're going to say that uh, extra is when someone is just being a little too over the top. A little, uh, you know, just out of out of what they normally are. Word for word, you got it correct. Could you use that in a sentence? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> we almost got to the old spelling bee level of competition there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> What does the what does the 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 toy what does the toy say? Thesaurus, Tim. Thesaurus. We're gonna move on. Here we go. All right. What are we at? Tyler two. Colin one. Here we go. No, no. Hold up. Hold up. Continue on. It's been spoken. Colin has two. I believe Tyler. He's claiming one. Only because he used the word in the I'm definition. I'm victory in the Fluent Grace games. <laughs> That's true. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Colin two, Tyler one. Question number four. Finsta. <laughs> what? That sounds like a pizza company. I consider myself to know the answer to this, but I really want to hear what Tyler thinks it is. Give it a shot, Tyler. Uh, Finsta. I'll even I spell it spell for you. Yeah, please. F I N S T A. Finsta. I'm about to, I'm fixing to post on my Instagram. I'm Finsta post on my Instagram. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's not correct, That's but that really is pretty good. good. All right. Yes, Colin. For the win. For the win. Here we go. Finsta is your fake Instagram account. Boom. So it's you, but you're you're it's your fake account. So if, I live in the hood, so like when you say Finsta, I'm Finsta to do something. <laughs> so I mean, what do you expect me to? I'm a hood rat. <laughs> I think Tyler deserves a point, but I deserve a point as well. That's so right. I'll just take. Colin's going to take away. the win here. This is his first win in the Fluent Grace mm. games. Let's go. How do you feel right now, Mr. Cheryl? I'm on top of the world. I think I'm going to go to Disney World. Yeah. Feel a blind little... squirrel finds a nut every now and then, folks. <laughs> Must have been that donut he ate beforehand. Yeah. Straight off the Krispy Kreme line. <laughs> Wasn't from Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> so just as a little bonus round here, uh, I've also got highlighted the word Gucci. <laughs> And the word, or the phrase, I'm weak. Those are good ones, yeah, Tim. Yeah, they're pretty good. So. Wait, hold up, hold up. I don't know if this is going to work at all, but I'm still going to ask the question. If you had not looked at the definition, what would you say Me? Gucci means? Yeah. <laughs> I would have no idea. <laughs> um, isn't there some, like, hip-hop artist that's name is Gucci something? Probably. Like I'm not Gucci up to date Man on my... Or Gucci Mane or Gucci something. <laughs> That's all that I would come up with. I don't know why he's named that. Or, I, Shoot, I don't even know, Does y'all know if there, he's appropriate. You know there's an Instagram account out there called Preacher's Sneakers. And it like, no, I didn't. And it follows like these quote-unquote celebrity pastors, whatever that means. And then like, those guys are entertaining, and they call them out on like buying expensive shoes on, in like a public <laughs> forum. Like, oh, Judah Smith, see you're wearing two thousand dollar tennis shoes. 
What up? That's Not awkward. Him. <laughs> hey, if I could get a little money from this podcast, I'd go buy me $2,000 kicks. Mm. We're still not there yet. I would no. definitely not buy $2,000 kicks. I'd buy a $2,000 CD. <laughs> That's true. Oh, well done. So the uh, the score is now Tyler 2, Colin 1. Comeback Nation. Coming back here. I don't know what we're playing to. Maybe we'll go to, I don't know. At least 500. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So here we go. Last week we threw out a little teaser of what we're talking about this week, and we are sticking with it. We're going to talk about the old social media, mm. which is as teenage focused as you can get. Yes, it is. I don't know if there's one single topic that is more directly related to the teenage slash student world than social media that we're going to talk about at this point. <laughs> so uh, as I was thinking about social media. You know, I'm on social media a fair amount, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> right? We have all of those for our podcast. Go check it out. Shameless plug. Hey, we're going to be plugging these things all the way through. So if you listen to this podcast and don't go follow us on any of those three platforms, then we are disappointed in you. What are they again, Tim? Can you fill us in? I sure can. Facebook and Instagram are both Fluent Grace Podcast. Twitter, Fluent Grace Pod. Only because they restricted my number of characters, <laughs> which makes no sense at all. I, Twitter, you are just a shame to social media. Uh, Reject. Yeah. So I don't even really know why I'm on there. I don't get on there much at all, but I am. So <clears throat> go look up our Fluent Grace Pod Twitter account. That's all I can say. Tweet us. Uh, anyway, so I got to thinking, what is the best or worst social media post you've seen in the last... I don't know, a couple of days. We're recording this on a Monday. So over the weekend, what's the best or worst social media post you've seen? Mm. Oh, I got a good one. Tyler and Colin both are racing on their phones. Racing Fine. on their phones. I actually saw it this morning. Well, I got mine screenshotted, Tim, so right. I'm just going to go ahead and go. It says... Uh, Is this a best or a worst? All mine are best. I, haven't, I couldn't find a worst. So it says uh, some people are like slinkies. Not really good for much, but they bring a smile to your face when pushed down the stairs. Uh, somebody was, we were eating dinner at somebody's house the other day, and they have like a, I don't know, two-year-old, something like that. And they were telling a story about their two-year-old who like literally rolled down the stairs. And so as you read that, I'm picturing a two-year-old just rolling down the stairs, which is horrible, and I would feel terrible. But this person, as they were relaying the story back to us, said the two-year-old at the bottom of the stairs just got up and laughed. I mean, so, what else do you do? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, this lady that I know posted this as her status, looking for recommendations for her uh, elementary school-age son. This is not a joke. Does anyone know where we could even start to get info for our son to start writing lessons for bull riding? <laughs> Heck yeah. And then one of the comments is, yep. Head to Rhythm and Brews on a Friday night. <laughs> yes. For anybody who Welcome to Alabama, <laughs> folks. Anybody who doesn't know Rhythm and Brews, that is a local college bar here in town. <laughs> it has a mechanical that bull. Has a mechanical bull. <laughs> For a minute, I thought we were in Mississippi. <laughs> nah, hey Mississippi, now. they do the real thing. That's right. Oh, you just throw them all that cow out there. 
Hold on, let me get the cheese off their face. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he's a little blind in his left eye from some molten cheddar we threw on there <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Uh, which, as an aside, I actually saw this on social media today <clears throat> related to the flinging cheese challenge or whatever we call that, or they call that or whatever. Uh, so that's actually a thing, and you can buy a baby onesie that says, I survived the flinging cheese challenge. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh. That's going to be my next baby shower gift. <laughs> yep. Uh, Tyler, Tyler, what size is your baby wear right now? Uh, <laughs> she couldn't fit in it. <laughs> 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 I got a I got another one for y'all. Yeah. Uh, it says uh, scientists say that they can recreate living dinosaurs within the next five years. And then the guy underneath it says, "There's literally five movies on why this is a bad idea." <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's true. There is. Isn't be living Jurassic if Hollywood World. says it's bad, it's bound to be real bad. My personal favorite social media this weekend has been watching the Auburn fans celebrate mm. the basketball game and then oh, like yeah. really be upset at their loss. The most typical Auburn thing ever. Or the emotionless Alabama fan who says, uh, let's take a live look at Toomer's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> no one there. <laughs> the only one that I saw was a guy that was actually at the game. It was all pumped, you know, they were ahead or about to win or whatever. So he poured his adult beverage all over his head in celebration, and got <laughs> jumping arrested. up and down. And then his team lost and he got arrested <laughs> in that order. From the mountaintop to the valley in a matter of <laughs> With, 10 minutes. Yeah. As Auburn a fans story. like to say, it only Auburn takes fans. a second. R.6. <laughs> so should we start making license plates that – that remind them of that? Mm-hmm. 0.6. 0.6. <laughs> 0.6. 0.6. 0.6. So I saw one, uh, this was actually earlier today as well, said this, uh, as much as Pooh Miss Piglet, he really in- did enjoy that bacon sandwich. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Disney wow. cannibals. Wow. How cute. <laughs> A little on the morbid side, but, you know, it struck me as humorous. Because <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is always this good, noble, loving character. But even Pooh likes bacon. I want none of that fake turkey bacon either. It's the real stuff. So, social media, good, bad, or ugly. Um, there are definitely folks that would say any of those above options. Uh, and really, we could have included this last week as we were talking about things that folks disagree about. And we briefly mentioned it a little bit as being one of those things. But um, I've, I've definitely seen this <clears throat> as something that Folks get all bent out of shape over, you know, saying, hey, this social media is okay. This social media is not okay. Um, You are less of a Christian because you use whatever platform it is. Or, you know, well done. You quote Bible verses every three seconds on your social media. So you're more of a Christian. Or, hey, such and such a person retweeted that picture of Jesus holding the lamb. So they must be going to heaven. Oh, was it white Jesus? It was, actually. Oh, white Jesus. Yeah. I got to watch out for that one. So anyway, uh, thoughts on social media are all across the board. Uh, so I figured we just, you know, bat that one around a few minutes here and talk about it and see what we come up with. So I guess first off, do y'all use social media? What, what, how much do you guys use it? And what do you use? Definitely, definitely. I, uh, let's see, I'm on the, on the Facebook, I'm on the Instagram, I'm on the Twitter, I'm on the Snapchat. I'm on the internets. 
I'm on all them internets. Um, How about MySpace? You use I MySpace? was not old enough to get into the MySpace. Did you know there are still MySpace users? I heard that. <laughs> I'd probably be one of them. I don't know if I ever deleted mine. There's actually <laughs> still 15 million MySpace users. Wow. Hold it. Is that just accounts that exist or people that actually use it? I have no idea. Do y'all remember Zanga? I do. That was my first ever social media. Nope. <laughs> Zanga was pretty much just like a blog. Thought that was that uh, game with the wooden blocks oh, that you play. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I was excited about my Zynga account back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, last year, the year before, I tried to get back into it, but it's gone. So mm. anyway, we totally—I inter- don't know what you're talking I, I about. I don't know. Yeah. Just going with the platforms, yeah. and I mean, I think it's uh, you know something I was thinking about when we said we were going to talk about social media is how. Whenever you hear, uh, you know, in the Christian world, in the church, you know, we, we come up on a time of fasting, a time of Lent or something like that, 21 days of prayer, and you're going to fast from. You ever notice how many people fast from social media? Oh, yeah. It's like over half the people that fast are going to fast from social media. I'm pretty sure Mark Zuckerberg loses sleep during this season of Lent. During the, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I find it kind of funny that. If it's something that you have to fast from, then obviously you're seeing that it's it's uh, not very good in your life, you know? <laughs> Some people fast from donuts, but they're pretty good. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. What are we even talking about? <laughs> what kind of social medias do you use? Um, what do you spend the most time on social media? I, I really just use, I have Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, but I spend most of my time on Facebook or Instagram. I like I use social media for like photo journals. Like so one day I can look back and I can just have <clears throat> like all my pictures, especially now with having a baby, um, have it all cataloged in there. Are you one of those hashtag baby pick I am, people? I am. My child has its own hashtag so she can go back and when she gets older because <laughs> we all know they're gonna be interested to go back and look at what Absolutely. they look like. Well, in reality it's... she probably won't give a flip. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, how often do me and you who lived in the, you know, our parents pull out big old massive camcorders at every <laughs> event we ever go to and record those? How often do we look back at those? Yeah, I don't think I've ever looked at any. <laughs> I don't either. Now that we're talking about it, I kind of do want to, though. I'm going to have to go see if those are around. <clears throat> so I was, I've got the numbers here. Um, the largest uh, social media platform based on number of users, what would y'all say that would be? Facebook. I'm going to go with Twitter. Facebook, 2.32 billion users. Oh, shoot. There's There's like 7 billion. 7 billion in the world. So we're looking at like, what's that, almost a third of everybody on the planet? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Got people out in the African bush. They'll check my Twitter. (laughs) Twitter is only 326 million. So Mm, Twitter's, you know. If they would just expand the number of characters you can use... I'm telling you. Mm. Uh, Instagram's <laughs> at 1 billion. So even Instagram's not even half of what Facebook has. Wow. Which was kind of shocking to me a little bit. You know, Facebook actually owns Instagram. They do. Facebook could own so much if they really wanted to. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having just a little cut of the old Facebook Instagram pie. Not a compensated endorsement. So, but it could Mark be. Zuckerberg, if you'd like to sponsor Fluent Grace podcast, you can make checks payable to Title of Foy Enterprises. LLC. We like Facebook and Instagram so much better than Twitter. You're our guy. Yep. Yeah, hit us up. 
Twitter guy, if you're listening to this, we will also take your compensated endorsements, but please. We don't even know your name, (laughs) So, but we'll take your money. (laughs) That's right. Uh, So how about this? So just a few statistics. I printed these off the old internet. So who knows if they're true, but I'm going to go with they probably are. Facebook ads. (laughs) They're Facebook ads, 500,000 new users every day. Uh, it says here 68% of all Americans are on Facebook. 79% of all online U.S. adults use Facebook. Um, the most popular page on Facebook is Facebook's page. Facebook's <laughs> With 204.7 million likes. I wonder how many of those accounts are fake accounts. You would never know because if a fake Instagram is Finsta, then a Finsta. Oh, what's a Finsta. fake Facebook? A fake Facebook is just Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> oh my goodness. What, what, what have we become? Uh, so, Twitter, you got 500 million people visit Twitter each month without logging in. I don't know what that what means. What does that even mean? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, and then, I pulled it up and looked at it, but I didn't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> And then Instagram, there are over 95 million photos uploaded each day. Half of which are of cats. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or puppies. Those cat ladies out there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you know, you can look at social media stats all day long. And basically, as you read all that, it says there's a lot of people that use social media and my guess is a lot of them do it well, and a lot of them don't do it well. So we obviously, if we're going to live the gospel, how does the gospel apply to social media? That's ultimately what we're going to talk about here, because uh, it does. Living the gospel definitely needs to be reflected on social media, and I don't think it does most of the time. Just my personal opinion. Uh, that It doesn't say that in Scripture or anything, but Tim Wilson's opinion there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just... Uh Touching on that as well as the statistics part was, um, you know, if we're going to gear this podcast towards students, students would be considered in the the teenager years. So 94% of teens use some form of social media, 94%. Public school, Tyler. I'm not good with percentages. 94%. Round that up for me. 100%. We're pretty close to 100%. Pretty close. Got them. So, yeah, just going off of that, you know, if we're gonna, if we're going to say that we're living the gospel in our everyday life, then all of us are gonna encounter social media. We're all gonna be on there. We're all gonna be scrolling. We're all gonna be liking. We're all gonna be sharing. What are we gonna, what are we gonna portray ourselves as? What are we going to uh, influence others as? What are we gonna comment back to others? Um, is it gonna be uh, centered around a grace-filled life, or is it going to be centered around a Finsta? Finsta! <laughs> uh, Tyler, you said something last week as we were talking about disagreements and stuff, reminding us that as we're putting stuff on social media, there is somebody on the other side of the computer. Yep. Um, that whether we are directly speaking to someone, as in we are ripping someone apart or commenting on their lack of whatever it is. You know, we do that on the computer because it's easy and we think that we're safe in doing it, but it's not. I mean, it is easy. We're not safe in doing that because we are directly affecting somebody. Um, But even the stuff that's not targeted at a specific person, 
you know, just the, the things that we put on there and share and post and like, that's affecting someone somewhere. There is someone on the other side of the computer. Mm-hmm. So what are some other negative things that go into social media? It's off the top of your brain. I have a couple. So Colin already hit on, right, if we're going to be fasting from social media, it often indicates that we spend a whole lot of time on social media. So I think probably problem number one with social media is we, and I say we as in the, you know, 94% of teenagers or the 68% of Americans or whatever the number are, you know, we spend way more time on Facebook slash social media when we should be doing other stuff. So I would say in my mind, that's, you know, problem number one. Yep. Yeah, I would. And then going off of that, that that's definitely problem number one. Uh, But in my mind, it's just like the stuff we look at on there. Um, Are we going to follow uh, people that are putting stuff on there that we agree with, that we, um, our values, you know, or are we going to follow and like stuff from people that, you know, that's clearly the not the way that we have said our values are. Just because they're popular. You know, let's go follow so-and-so because they are the most trendy celebrity of the day. Mm-hmm. And if they're trendy and popular and all my friends are following them, then I don't want to miss out. So I better go follow them. Yep. We're not going to name names about who those celebrities may be, but I think everybody yeah. can figure it out. Yep. Going back to the time, we spend a lot of time on there. One of my favorite theologians so much favorite that I named my child after him, Uh, John Piper, he says this. He says, one of the greatest uses of Twitter and Facebook will be to prove at the last day that prayerlessness was not from a lack of time. And with that, he drops the proverbial proverbial mic. So, Mm. I mean, that's just true, man. You can call that legalistic. You can call it whatever you want, but at the end of the day, it's just true. If we took even half the amount of time we spend on social media and use it in prayer, specifically focused on others, you know, interceding for others or praying through, you know, some of Paul's prayers in Ephesians or Philippians, Colossians, um, how much better off would we be as the church? I'm not even talking about folks outside the church right now. I'm talking about folks that claim to follow Jesus. Uh, If we spend even half the amount of time we do on social media uh, just praying, there's nothing difficult about that it's not like I'm having to sit down and understand you know the book of Isaiah or I don't have to sit and read some deep theological book it's just praying you know something every single person has the ability to do no matter who you are where you are how old you are so yeah uh, that's convicted we're not supposed to be convicted here Tyler you're supposed to convict other people yeah like John Piper come on John (laughs) in Ephesians there's a Chapter 5, verse 16, it says, making the most of every opportunity. Um, How many times are we on social media and we miss opportunities? Well, you don't know because you were looking at your Facebook. You know, how many times do you pass up opportunities to make new friendships? Well, you don't know because you were tweeting. Uh, There are so many, in my personal opinion, God-given opportunities right there in front of you. So we need to make the most of that opportunity. I'll tell you another thing, just kind of getting on a new topic. This section of the podcast is called Tyler's Rants. And so on this rant, uh, Tim just uh, got a little nervous look going on. Um, So on this rant is social media and having 
to think you have to say something all the time. And the, the mm, reality is, is you don't always have to say something because everyone else is. Sometimes it's good to just be quiet. And so, like, one of my biggest pet peeves is when, like, some hot topic thing happens, you know. I, I don't want to name anything because I don't want to get on another rent. Whatever. Whatever hot topic thing is going on in the news or at school or in your circle, you feel like you have the impulse to go and say something about it on a public forum. And, th- and think that that comment is then going to change public opinion. Yeah, and, and validate your stance. When in reality, half the time, the people that do that have no idea what they're talking about. Let's just throw that out there, too. So, you know, feel free. Feel the freedom to lo- know that you don't have to always say something. It's okay. Yep. Coming from a reader on the other side, you don't have to always say something. Sometimes the best thing to say is nothing. And so that goes on into what else, something else I want to hit on too is that private communication can be of more value than public communication. And so like that kind of plays into like what we talked about last week, disagreements. And like when you disagree with somebody, is it always best to publicly disagree with somebody? I don't think so. Yeah. You start privately. That's right. That's what scripture says. You start private. And then if it needs to be made public, you can do so. Um, But that only comes after the private communication has been attempted and, you know, not worked. Well, if we're giving our personal rants on social media, I may as well give mine. And now it's time for Colin's rant. (laughs) Insert cool music. Um, Which we don't have yet. My personal rant, yeah, something crazy. My personal rant is how especially like Instagram, you get the highlight of the person's life. Mm. You only get that small picture that everything is perfect. And it makes you in turn feel like your life is not perfect. And you're right. Your life is not perfect for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But the more you look at that, the more down you feel about yourself. Um, You know, it's just, it infiltrates your head. Uh, with these thoughts of never measuring up, never having the coolest brand new iPhone, never having the nicest house, never having four perfect kids and a golden doodle and a perfect yard with a pool in the backyard. You know what I mean? So back up a little bit and realize that what God has given you is what he wants you to have, what he has blessed you with. Use those abilities and those blessings to bless others with. Well, that you know, while social media may not be listed in Scripture, right, there's no 12th commandment that says thou should or should not use social media. Um, There are Scriptures that talk about covetousness and jealousy and envy and, you know, all these things that are directly related to what you're just talking about. As I'm comparing myself with someone else who may in fact have a nicer car or a nicer house or whatever from the, you know, standards of the world— that may be true, um, but as I'm, um, you know, basically coveting that stuff, well, then it is scriptural, and you mm-hmm. are breaking one of the commandments that God has set forth. Um, it, it can easily then turn into idolatry, which is a big deal. So, uh, you know, some folks, you know, tend to make the comment that, well, social media is not in the Bible, so there's nothing wrong with it, so all this stuff. Well, you're right, it's not in Scripture, but some of the things that are a result of our involvement on social media are talked about in Scripture, 
and are cautioned against. Yep. So start posting your everyday ordinary stuff on the Instagram. When you step in dog poop, hey, you take a picture of that and you post it on there and be like, this is real life. Real life moment. I'm going to start posting pictures of dirty baby diapers. Yeah, same. Yep. (laughs) This is my life 90% of the time. Changing diapers. Sitting in traffic. (laughs) Seeing yellow caution. I mean, orange caution cones everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> all right so let's let's make it simple right most folks have heard that kind of stuff before most folks have maybe even heard those exact words from somebody and just kind of you know not cared so here's the question is social media wrong is it wrong to have social media no i don't think so i i'll tell you this and this has helped me a lot um here in the past year or so is the Lord convicted me like with specifically with social media is why to start asking before I post anything or say anything, why am I saying this? Why am I posting this? And generally for a believer, if you have the (laughs) indwelling Holy spirit, he will guide you and lead you as to why you should or why you shouldn't post what you're going to post or say what you're going to say. Because a lot of the times that will weed a lot of that out. Why am I posting this picture? Well, because I want to show off X, Y, and Z. Probably shouldn't post it because your heart's evil. And that's just another thing. Like it goes back to we somebody. I don't remember which one of y'all said it. Is idolatry? I mean, at the very core. I mean, honestly, if you were to ask me, what is the core of all sin? I would say idolatry. It's putting something above yeah. God, and so our hearts are prone to that. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you see that on through the idol of approval. Like, you see that in social media. Like, why do we post things? Why do we say things on social media to get man's approval through likes or double taps or retweets? Because that feeds that, feeds that inner desire for approval. Because we, we all long for approval. Like, we want to be approved. We want to be delighted in. We want to be exalted. Like, that's what, like, you were, we were made to be like that but we get it skewed. And so like I always think back to Ephesians chapter Ephesians chapter 1 uh, verses 3 through 14 I think. Paul Paul talks about the spiritual blessings in Christ for a believer and he says you're forgiven, you're oh my goodness, there's like a you're reconciled, you're redeemed, you're you're made known the secrets of God's will, you're um, sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. And nowhere in there does it talk about does it talk about having to have man's approval? Like, you don't need it because you have God's approval. You're delighted in by the Father because of Christ the Son, and you have the indwelling Holy Spirit. And so for the believer, you don't have, you're free to not worry about posting and getting retweets and likes. Why? Because it's just vain glory that doesn't really matter. That'll preach right there. As the old book of Ecclesiastes says, it's all vanity anyway, so... It is all vanity. Yeah, so uh, I definitely I definitely agree with all that. There are some um, <clears throat> big caution signs that need to be observed when using social media because they can very easily, if not, if we don't pay attention to them, they can very easily turn into something that is totally wrong and totally unacceptable and will draw us far away from the Lord. Um, but that's not always the case. No. Right? There are definitely uh, some things that social media is good for and um, it's not all bad I hear folks say that 
okay, social media is a sin. Well, not necessarily. It can be. Absolutely, it can be. It's in the book of non-existence. <laughs> What's your favorite book that you like quoting? Oh, the book of Third Opinions? I thought it was the Book of Moron. Yeah. Uh, the Book of Moron. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. If you're, it, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say anything. anything. No. Tyler's rant session's already over. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're cutting him off. No Mormon week. rant sessions today. <laughs> I've already hit Mississippi. <laughs> What's with the M's? Jeez. Oh. So anyway, yeah. I mean, it's. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, social media, YouTube, whatever it is, it's not necessarily a sin. It absolutely can be if you do not use it wisely. If you do not uh, live the gospel in your social media usage, it can turn into sin very quickly. And here's here's unpopular opinion, right? Here's something that for the teenage mind, for 94% of all teenagers listening to this who engage on social media, if your parents say it's wrong, it's wrong, right? We are not going to be that group of guys that says, oh, well, there's nothing wrong with social media, so you can go use Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever it is, however you want, and there's nothing really wrong with it. We're not going to say that because there are different families that have different convictions and standards over what is right and wrong, and if your family is one that has a certain conviction about Facebook being wrong or Snapchat being wrong, that's a big one, that's okay. And if you're living under their roof and they're paying your phone bill, you have no opinion. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Get there are plenty of scriptures that talk about honoring parents and obeying parents and you know doing the things that are required of you as a follower of Jesus and a child of your parents. So I, w- I definitely wanted to make sure that is very clear. Um, if, if a parent is telling you that a certain social media platform is wrong and you shouldn't be using it, or maybe you're not old enough, right? We got a lot of kids who are 12, year old, 12 years old, and they're like, yeah, I'm old enough, I want to get Facebook. And their parents say, no, nah, you can't have it until you're 14, or whatever the age is. I don't have any idea, right? You got to honor that. You got to respect that. Um, your responsibility is not to be on social media. It's to honor your parents. But for those that are on for social those that are on social media, use it wisely. Don't be a punk. Don't. What was it you called them last, last oh, week? Oh, Lord, I don't even remember. <laughs> Keyboard uh, okay. keyboard warriors. Yeah, don't be one of those guys. <laughs> don't be a keyboard warrior. I think one helpful text, and this is kind of like, this is how I, I view all of my life, that through this one verse. And, and it kind of spurs from people who ask, what is God's will for my life? Y'all hear that one a lot? Oh, what yeah. is God's will for my life? So what, what is God's will for your life? 1 Corinthians 10.31 says this. Paul writes, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. And so, if I'm going to social media, how do I social media wear? Well, how do I social media wear? You can't wear social media. I guess you could. I don't know how that would work, though. Anyways, if you're going to do social media well, how do you do it? You do it to the glory of the Lord. So how do you do social media well to the glory of the Lord? And that may look differently for different people, Hmm. right? For one person, it may be that you are posting scripture on your Instagram, or you are posting or sharing articles on your Facebook or Twitter. Um, That may be for you something that glorifies God. For someone else, that may not be it at all. Maybe for them, it is leaving an encouraging comment for someone. Or maybe for someone else, it's not saying that sarcastic remark that uh, you want to say. Or uh, 
on me on maybe that one. it's <laughs> you know maybe it's not uh putting that just perfect filter on your photos to make yourself or others look the absolute best that you can look everybody mm, knows it's filtered knows. okay like you're not that tan like <laughs> like you can't turn an albino tan like it just doesn't happen so don't try yeah so you know this all goes into it this all goes into it uh, the different things that we think are just you know a normal part of my social media life uh, it doesn't have to be like that so you know in asking the question does this glorify god right are you being honest with it are you being encouraging with it are you tearing somebody down or building somebody up are you respecting others right going back to our uh, conversation on disagreement last week it's okay to disagree with other people what's not okay is when you get on social media and just start blasting somebody for their opinion be it right or wrong that's not the loving way to do it that's not the loving way to handle it that's not living with grace that's not living with love and social media is a platform that enables us to do that incorrectly so that i would most definitely say is the wrong way to use social media and is not glorifying to god so if I'm answering the question, is social media wrong? Well, not necessarily, but if you use it like that, it is. And I would say get off the Internet and go read a book. Please. Preferably the Bible. Yeah. There probably needs to be more of that anyways. Yeah. Less yeah. Internet, yeah. more book reading. Yeah. I spent all of today, most all of today, I spent a good portion of today, a good portion of yesterday, reading a book by Dietrich Bonhoeffer, The Cost of Discipleship. Mm. Put your Facebook down and go a, read that that's book. That's a good book. You'll definitely Conviction. be convinced you're not a Christian by then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. So there you go. Colin, hit us up with a little world record action because we are Hold long. It. Does it, is, it, is it deal with social media? No, I couldn't find one on that. I probably should have, but I found one that I think y'all are going to like even more. So this week's Guinness World Record update comes from the Mantis Shrimp. <laughs> mm. What? Mm. There's a shrimp that is classified as the mantis shrimp it's the next superhero villain and <laughs> this shrimp uh it's just fun to say this shrimp is punching at the most powerful strike by an animal so this guy is punching 75 feet per second with 100 times his body weight which makes him the strongest self-powered strike by an animal he has been known to punch through glass. Are you talking about a guy who punches shrimp? I, what do you? I'm so confused. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? It's a shrimp. Oh, a shrimp. The mantis An shrimp. shrimp. An actual shrimp. Like the little guy that you fry up and you eat. Exactly. Like all you can eat shrimp, but you don't want to eat this guy because he'll punch <laughs> he you. Knock your esophagus out, boy. <laughs> you can't heat oil up hot enough to fry that guy yeah so to put it in perspective he's punching at 75 feet per second uh that's 50 times faster than you can blink your eyes <laughs> i can't even measure that <laughs> i have how no do, clue how do you measure that again how someone finds the money to measure how fast a mantis shrimp what a life right you just that's your life i don't goal. know if i want that life i'm just gonna be honest <laughs> no i absolutely don't, I don't want it but but what a life Though you just go get paid to research the punching ability of a shrimp, dude. Like go feed hungry dogs or something. Got shrimp salad, shrimp gumbo, <laughs> coconut shrimp. Hey, shout out Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp baseball team. My favorite <laughs> shirt. What? Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Is that in Mississippi? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I'm done. Peace out, folks. <laughs> We're done. That's Jackson. That's right. We are done. We went long today, so we apologize for that. For anybody that actually stuck around, we'll give you a prize. Uh, Maybe some shrimp. <laughs> yeah. We'll send you a Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp Magnetic Fridge Schedule. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Go hit us up on social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. As always, leave us a question uh, on the old Gmail account, fluentgracepodcast at gmail.com, and we will get to that as soon as we can. It's been fun. It's been real. We out. Deuces. Later. We out. <laughs>